Have you ever heard the expression joy, Jesus first, others second, yourself last? Yes. Scratch that off your list because I don't believe in Jesus first, others second, and yourself last. I believe in Jesus first in your relationships with others, Jesus first in your in what you do for yourself, Jesus first in your work life. Mm. So to put it in order, to put it in a box, don't put Jesus in a box. Not every day you get to hang out with Lisa Steinley in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, but today's that lucky day for me. This is Jared Easley, Star of the Doubts. Lisa, welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. So, Lisa, some people are going to be like, I don't know Lisa, and they should. Shame on them. Let's just talk real quickly about you and what you're up to. Okay. Real quickly about me and what I'm up to. Let's see. I am a wife yes. of 29 years. A which mother. Is, which of, is cool. To, which it is very cool. It's very cool. A lot of commitment. Everything centers around commitment, commitment to God, commitment to your family. Amen. 100%. Wife and mother is what I do first. Right. And on top of that, I want you to tell people how we first met. (laughs) Your version of that story. Let's see. How did we first meet? We first (laughs) met at a software conference. Doesn't that sound exciting? I think it does. I mean, software just really thrills everybody, does it? Yeah, why not? And uh, I believe... You wanted to poach my employee. I believe that's how we first mm. met. Okay. I don't know if that's <laughs> exactly right, but go ahead. No. <laughs> that's that's not 100% true. Although I do I do remember later that conversation did come up. Yeah, the conversation <laughs> did come up. She really was interested in, in working for that same company. And I think you were a little bit surprised that I was willing to write her a letter of recommendation. Well, and, and that, yes, I, I think that's funny that that is one of the first things you think of <laughs> when you think of how we met. So now I'm saying well, I should have distinguished myself better, but it's all good. You, you can skip that part. You yeah. Can that part out. It'll be okay. <laughs> okay. But good point. We were at a software conference. That's where we met. But that was several years ago. But now we still keep in touch. We still are friends. So some people, they just fall by the wayside. But we still have been able to be friends. So why do you think that is? I think it's a commitment. Again, commitment is my big word. I think it's a commitment to friendship. I think it's when you find somebody who has a who has a who has the same commitment to God and to family, the same person who has a commitment to integrity. You know, you find those people that you kind of gravitate towards. Obviously, people you like to hang around. You wouldn't want to hang around somebody who was immoral and didn't have integrity. <laughs> I've had to do that before. <laughs> yes, you've had to do it. It's not very comfortable, is it? And are they still your friends today? <laughs> do you call them when you pass through town and say, hey, I'm passing through town? You don't. And that's exactly what this is, is. I happen to be coming through Baton Rouge and I was like, Lisa, I can't not meet with Lisa and do a podcast. And yet here we are. And yet here we are. And, and so, Lisa, um, one thing I want to bring up, which I think is really important, as long as I've known you, you've kind of hinted throughout that time that you want to write a book. And, you know, at, I think at first I was like, yeah, that'd be nice. Go, Lisa. But then, you know, life happens, you get busy, you have other responsibilities. So it didn't quite happen yet. But then it sounds like now is the time. Is that is that the case? I think now must be the time. My daughter is almost finished with college. Mm-hmm. She's on her way to getting married. My son. So cool. My, it is very cool. My son is in the third grade. So we're at a time in our life where things have kind of calmed down a little bit. We're not traveling for her soccer. We're not traveling back and forth to her college as much. And things that he does are closer to home. So I find myself having more time to be able to do things like that. But speaking of travel, you're actually traveling today. So it's it's ironic. I just left Florida to come here. And then you're going to Florida today for vacation. For a nice family vacation. <laughs> Strictly family. Good for you. 
strictly family vacation. And if I might mention, when I first met you, mm-hmm. you were going to do a podcast. And I was like, yeah, uh-huh. okay, yeah. just like I was going to write that book, you were going to do a podcast. And so, uh, you know what? You're out here. You're doing the podcast thing. I see it. I see podcast movement. You get to yes. go on cruises. You've met uh-huh. all kinds of people. So you know what? It's been a good thing. <laughs> Man, I can do this. I can do this book thing. You, can you, do it. you had a commitment to do it. You had a dream about it. And look where it's gone. Yep. It's huge. I am not uh, someone that I would have pictured being an author, but I also, you know, just tried it. And then next thing you know, I've done two books. So you can do this. Okay. So you are in the process of doing this. So let's talk about what the book's about. The book is about servant leadership. Mm. That's what the book is about. Servant book- leadership is definitely a topic that I know you have a lot of passion for. And it's something that I love because I've seen leadership done so many times the wrong way. And so I'd, I'd love to hear, uh, first of all, what, what your definition of servant leadership is and why, why that topic? My definition of servant leadership is to lead like Jesus led. And that is, you know, sometimes you have to tell people they're wrong, just like sometimes he had to tell people they were wrong. But he did it in such a way that they that it didn't kill their confidence. It didn't attack their person. It was more like the things you are doing are wrong. Go and sin no more. I know what you've been doing. So now that we've kind of got that out in the open, let's fix it. Let's build it up moving forward. And so that's why it's really important to me. And what role has that played in your professional career? Uh, you know, you get a lot more help from people when you help people. Right. You, you really do. And people respect you and you find a mutual respect. And sometimes people outgrow you. And that's great. And you have to know that that's great. You have to know that you were the good, rich soil. So if they grow taller and brighter and more beautiful, great. And you have to be willing to accept that. You know, there can be a temptation where some people are like, oh, you, you know, I'm, I want to help you as long as you're not doing better than me. <laughs> but if you're doing better than me, then I'm sure you've seen that. I've seen it. I've seen <laughs> How it. Do you and prevent yourself from falling into those types of traps. You know what? I've done it. Yeah. I've done it. I was a very young leader because by nature, I'm very competitive. So in every job I've ever had, I've been a leader. I wish I could say that in every job I've ever had, I've been a really good one, Mm. but I've been a really bad one. And I know I've been a really bad one. And the only thing is, you know, I hope that I've learned and I've grown from that. And I've seen what bad leadership does and I've seen what good leadership does. And you can really, you can really raise people up. And you know what? Sometimes people are just better at things than you are. And if you can help them get there, that's great. Do you have a specific story of your past bad leadership days that kind of stand out to you and you're kind of like, oh, definitely. I love computers. I Mm -hmm. love them so much that I can really mess them up because I'm like (laughs) way more confident with them than I think I am. And I was a bank teller in, I'm going to tell you my age. I was a bank teller in 1989 and we upgraded software, which was still, you know, MS-DOS. Right. (laughs) You know, you remember the Lotus days? Yeah, I do actually. So we, um. We got a new software upgrade at the bank and I loved being the vault teller and I loved being the one that would take the drive through on a Friday because it was busy because I'm a competitive spirit. I want to win. So I wanted to be the best at all of those things. The software came out. I wanted to be the best. There was a lady there who was probably 25 years older than I was and I would not teach her how to do it. Hmm. I wouldn't teach her because I wanted to be the best at it. And the boss called me in and she said, hey, I really need you to give this girl a helping hand. And I said, why? I had to learn it by myself. She needs to learn it by herself. 
And so even though I was a leader in the sense of a title, I was the vault teller and I was the head teller or whatever, whatever. I was a terrible leader. Terrible. And there are days when I wish I could find that woman and say, I am so sorry. Yeah. Wow. I, I'm actually surprised to hear knowing you and knowing how good hearted and natured you are. Like, I was 20. Like, Absolutely not. I won't help you. Like, <laughs> no, that, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Like, help that's her. not the Lisa I know. <laughs> so jump ahead 20 years. Right. And what I really want to do is be good, rich soil for people. Mm. And what I really want to do is live out loud by being silent and serving. Let's talk about that for a little bit. So what, is, what does that look like to you, living out loud but being silent? People have to know you're different. They have to know you're different by your actions, not just your words. You know, somebody's following me through the campus of where I work, and I bend over and pick up a piece of trash. I don't have to hold it up and go, hey, I stopped and I picked up this piece of trash. But people see it and they notice it, and they're going to do it behind you. Well, if Lisa can do it, why can't we all do it? Yeah, she's not too good for this. Yeah. And I had a leader who taught me that way. I had a leader who taught me what he knew. And that was huge to me. I worked in retail and he pulled me off of a cashier job into one of the jobs in the back. We called it the drug department where you stock all the good, you know, aspirin. And he was working alongside me one day. And that made a huge impression on me. He was my boss, but here he was working alongside me. And while we were putting stuff on the shelf, he said, has anybody ever taught you how to read these tags? And I said, what do you mean? And he said, you can see what your profit margin is in part of this tag that's on the shelf. Nobody never taught me that before. So there he was working alongside me and he was teaching me things that he knew. And at that time, I started to learn what a true leader really looked like. All right, Lisa. So we're going to start to wrap up here because we have this amazing food in front of us. So before we wrap up, I want to start with one question. If people want to find out more about this book that you're working on, where can they learn about that, if any, anywhere? Twitter feed. So they connect with you on Twitter. They can connect with me on Twitter. Mom underscore of underscore three nine. Three nine. I'll have that link in the show notes. <laughs> and then I always like to close out episodes with final thoughts. So what's a, what's a final thought? My final thought would be, have you ever heard the expression joy, Jesus first, others second, yourself last? Yes. My final thought would be scratch that off your list because I don't believe in Jesus first, others second, and yourself last. I believe in Jesus first, Jesus first in your relationships with others, Jesus first in, your, in what you do for yourself, Jesus first in your work life. Mm. So to put it in order, to put it in a box, my final thought would be don't put Jesus in a box. Just... Judge instead of joy. Something like <laughs> that. At <laughs> least well, I'm excited about your book. So when we get this thing out, we're going to do a, a recap or a return episode so we can talk more. That'll be great. Thank All you right. so much. Thanks, Lisa. Mm-hmm.